Good morning, everyone. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. How are you all doing? Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. Are we all looking for some hot tubs, baby, this morning? I need hot tubs, baby, that's right. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about hot tubs today. Nice. Hot, <laughs> hot tub streamers, baby. Um, just... <laughs> Welcome into the Twitch channel. How are we all doing? I said the Twitch channel. Maybe you're listening on demand. Maybe you're watching on demand. Welcome into whatever channel you are watching and listening on. I appreciate you for doing that. It means a lot. How's things, Bib? New week? Yeah. New fantastic. news? It, new news. It's, uh, I mean, the weather looks okay today. It's been throwing it down all weekend, but there is potential to have a heat wave over in this side of Manchester for the next 10 days or so. So I'm interested to see how that comes out. Our pays off, shall we say? Absolutely love some heat wave itch. We had like about we had about a week of okay, it's gone from absolute ice and blizzards to sun, and then it's just piddled it down in Manchester ever since. I know, I know. I mean, who would have known? Manchester, lots of rain, grey skies. I know. Crazy, but that's what we've had. So yeah, nice bank holiday heat wave. <laughs> Uh, was it was it Wiley that had Heatwave song? I can't even remember now. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the words, and I've just got like blah, 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 it was, yeah. Heatwave. <laughs> can't blah, blah, Heatwave. <laughs> I yeah. just don't remember any of the words, but there you go. Anyway, welcome in everyone. How are we all Paul's doing? A heatwave. Yeah, there we go. Have we all had a good weekend? Uh, Sophie Hack sixteen. Thank you very much for the follow. Twenty four minutes ago. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. If you're there. How are you doing? If you're not there, how are you doing? Um, but if anyone else is there, how are you doing? Do you know who we are? Do you know who we are? I mean, I'm sure you do, but let me tell you anyway. My name is Graham Day. This is the man that we call Bibby, and we are Ice Cream Uploads. And in true ice creamy fashion, this is the UK's number one video game podcast. We call it The Scoop, and we say it's the number one video game podcast. It kind of is if we do say so ourselves. Anyway, we're going to give you our thoughts and our impressions of the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games, and we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. We do go live on Twitch each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish. Ish. It's 11.27, uh, so 10 a.m. ish. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a big ish today, but that's fine. That's fine. It's all good. We're, we're all adults. We know what we're doing. We do go live each and every single week at 10 a.m. ish. The ish is because we work in the video games industry, and work comes first, and the streams, we fit in around that. That's why we appreciate so much of you being here, because we're giving up our spare time to do this for you, and we appreciate you uh, for, for, for acknowledging it and, and giving us a, a little bit of a emotional supporting high five back, and it's, it's, it's good. It's nice and warm and fuzzy. Anyway, enough of the yeah, warm and fuzziness. Um, we do give you our thoughts and our impressions each and every single weekday at 10 a.m.-ish on Twitch. So if you are in the chat, please make sure you get involved because as I did mention a little bit ago, we we turn this, uh, we actually, we start off with a live stream, which we turn into an on-demand broadcast. I did mention the on-demand bits. You heard it? Nice. Anyway, so if you are in the chat, please do get involved with your opinions on behalf of everyone watching and listening on demand. They get to listen uh, on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. They get to watch along on YouTube, or you can just watch Watch along right here live on Twitch with us. So make sure you do get uh, involved in the chat if you are here with us on Twitch. Uh, balls all of that up. Mm. You can tell the balls up because it went back to front and I thought I'm just going to keep selling it out and fucked it up as I went through. But anyway, if you're in the chat, please do get involved on behalf of everyone watching and listening on demand later on. If you are watching later on um, or even live or even listening, uh, make sure you check out our pinned tweet on Twitter. If someone is in the chat's and in a minute, not right now, not right now, but in a minute, um, types in exclamation mark giveaway. It will give you a link through to that tweet. We are giving away a £50 voucher to insert coin clothing. Grab yourself a nice gaming hoodie, a nice jacket, 
a t-shirt, whatever you want. Put that 50 quid towards whatever you want to purchase. Uh, we're giving that away. One person will win that. The, that ends on Friday this week. So you're in the final stretch of that. It's the final And do you know if if you think do you know what that's 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 nice and all I'd like a fifty pound voucher but do you know what having insert coin clothing stuff will make me look absolutely dapper but what if I want to look dapper and play games well that's fine because if you're a sub then you can get yourself a free game as well uh, next week is it is it, is is is, is the, 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 mm-hmm. oh no the week after because it's the, the first Monday of the month so yeah it, the the thirty first is on Monday. Exactly. So two weeks today, we will be giving away a copy of one of three games, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Mass Effect Legendary uh, Edition and Super Mario Golf. Pick whichever one you want. You, If you win, if you're a subscriber, you can get involved in that giveaway just by typing exclamation mark loot drop. That will give you the details. Basically, just be a sub to the channel. If you're not a sub, we do have the other giveaway. If you are a sub, make sure you're in that because it doesn't cost you anything extra. And you've already paid to sub to the channel, either via Prime or via actually paying for a sub, which is incredible. But yeah, make sure you get involved. Make sure you get involved. Jumping into the chat, then we have Chappers who says, oh, it's true. It's damn true. Good morning, Chappers. Uh, hot tub stream of Wonderland. Hey! Did anyone see the tweet? Did anyone see the tweet? Uh, Bibby's, <laughs> Bibby's creative direction um, put this in motion. So let me drop the tweet into the chat. That last one there, that link there, if anyone could just hit retweet on that, lets everyone else know that we are live and you get to see me in all of my hot tub glory. Not like that. Calm down. It's not that sort of stream. Um, And if you want to know why that is, let me give you a a run through. So we're going to start things off by talking about Twitch launching some new categories, which includes pools, hot tubs, and beaches. That's going to be the main story of the day. But then we're going to jump into stories around Netflix getting involved in video games, Metro Exodus uh, allowing DualSense haptic feedback support on PC, and a prominent Mass Effect modder deleting work to stop others copying it. We'll jump into that at the end of the show, but first, let's get involved with the main story of the day. Uh, that's me just giving you a voice pause so I can cover the fact that I didn't have this on screen. There we go. Where's Yen Pool at Eurogamer says Twitch launches new pools, hot tubs, and beaches category in response to, quote, community and advertiser feedback. So Twitch has launched a new pools, hot tubs, and beaches category in response to community and advertiser feedback. The announcement came after a controversial week for Twitch and its hot tub meta, uh, with some streamers complaining that advertising had been suspended from their channels without warning or explanation twitch said it had done this at the advertiser's request we recently suspended advertising on some channels that were flagged by the majority of our advertiser base and failed to notify them uh, twitch said in a blog post our creators rely on us and we should have alerted affected streamers to this change before it happened it was a mistake not to do so we're working with individual creators to address their specific situations and restore ads where appropriate one common complaint from streamers is confusion around twitch's guidelines about sexually suggestive content twitch tried to clear this up saying uh, being found to be sexy by others is not against our rules and twitch will not take enforcement action against women or anyone on our service for their perceived attractiveness so what are the rules streamers quote may appear in swimwear in contextually appropriate situations at the beach in a hot tub for example and we allow creative expression like body writing and body painting provided the streamer has appropriate coverage as 
outlined by our attire policy, Twitch said. Quote, nudity or sexually explicit content, which we define as pornography, sex acts and sexual services are not allowed on Twitch. Twitch said its new pools, hot tubs and beaches category is not its long-term solution to improve brand targeting. Uh, is uh, Let me start that again. I, I think I balls that up. Uh, Twitch said its new pools, hot tubs and beaches category is not its long-term solution to improve brand targeting capabilities, but solves a few issues, uh, issues in the short term. Crucially, advertisers will be able to either opt in or opt out of the category, which, from Twitch's point of view, will probably keep the brands at bay for a while at least. So Twitch adds new categories. Hot tub streamers, mm-hmm. uh, got a place to live. What do we think about this? I mean, obviously, there's been lots of conversations, lots of memes. Um, we've tended to kind of like look at it from a almost a bantery, jokey perspective, uh, which is kind of how we approach most things, really, which is nice, just living life with a smile. But it has some serious connotations, especially when it gets to the point that we get Twitch's own version of the YouTube adpocalypse. Um and genuine creators are losing revenue as a result of uh, hot tub content creators. What are your thoughts on the new mm-hmm. category and all the in between? Bib, take it away. Hmm. I don't know is the short answer because I don't think there's a solution for everyone. With uh, I think it was it Amaraf last week ended up having her channel demonetized completely. Uh, she had, she's no longer having ads hold on to the channel and is potentially losing $500,000 a year because she's not getting the ads. But now they're making categories for that. Like, if you if you are going out of your way to try and make categories for these people, then surely you can't just say, okay, you're not particularly user-friendly. You can't have ads being played on your channel. I think if you are putting this stuff out there, they should be able to have that. Just make anyone that's using that channel in that category it has to be 18 or over if you are using this, if you're using a hot tub stuff in a fucking, I don't know, music or a FIFA or League of Legends category, then that's probably where you probably should get some kind of repercussions. However, if you are doing everything by the book and now finally they've come out and they've said something after being sat on this for nearly two months and just getting pelters left, right and centre, there's there's no, I mean, it's it's a very fine line. But there isn't, no one's gotten dressed, have they? As far as I'm aware, it's just birds in a hot tub on a giant banana writing the names on the front of banana. If that's what people want, giving it to them. There's enough people watching this content for, the, for, it, to, to, for it to be required. It should. It probably should be on a different channel, but <laughs> I love the fact that Twist, uh, Twi- uh, Twitch have come out and said, what is it? Uh... Uh, creators like this before it was something about the, 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 the because they're good looking it shouldn't mean that uh, being found to be sexy by others is not against our rules I mean come I on I know I know come on <laughs> do you know what I mean so it's if 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 they can, they've got the category now they've got the category so if uh, if everyone plays by the rules and they put themselves in that category all is well in, in my book. All is well. I mean, if I wanted to get the kicks, I probably wouldn't be going to Twitch to watch uh, someone in a hot tub on a giant banana. That's not where I would get my kind of entertainment I like just, that. I just want to mention that, being... that Toby's in the chat. Uh, good morning, Tub Jizzle. Uh, I mean, I don't need to watch hot tub streamers because I was watching 
Tom Jizzle stream the other day, and I got to see Toby's six-pack on his back. That guy's so ripped, he's got a six-pack on his back. God, get him his own category. What Backpacks, that's what we call it. Uh, <laughs> what? But yeah. I mean, if these people are categorizing themselves correctly, then uh, for me, no harm, no foul. I I still find it weird. I mean, whatever everyone's got a kink, and mine it definitely is an ASMR, and it's definitely not watching someone in a hot tub on a giant banana. I mean, like I said, without being rude, if I wanted to get that kind of entertainment, it wouldn't be on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> but... I understand people want that interaction. I mean, there's many other websites out there. And as you've just seen Firefly Media, seems seems like you guys have been doing your research in the chat. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep up to date with all this stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, for me, it's no harm, no foul. I know people will be saying, but what about the children? The children will be going on there. I mean, they've categorized it now. And let's be honest, <laughs> 14, 15 year old Bibby wasn't going to Twitch to try and find that stuff. He was finding stuff elsewhere and he was doing whatever he was doing. Whatever. Do you know what I mean? I'm no, going keep, down keep a very, talking, babe. Keep I, talking. I, I'm going down a path that I don't think I'll be able to get back from here. But still, it's like you could even if you're watching TV nowadays, it it really doesn't matter what it is that you're watching. You're always going to get something, whether or not it's male body. Or female body, it does it, like it's just on normal TV nowadays. You don't have to be on the internet to find this stuff. So, for me, it's no harm, no foul. I've I'm not asked. It's being categorized correctly. The only thing that I've got a problem with still is the uh, advertising being suspended on some people's channels. You've clearly made a line in the sand now. As long as it's categorized correctly, I don't see why they can't have this stuff because all it'll do <clears> is just be the advertisers for that specific channel to maybe the adult section do you know what i mean so maybe i don't know if love honey wanted to advertise to that particular demographic of people you'd have to sign up and put your own date of birth in and stuff like that anyway if people are lying that's on them that's not twitch's problem that's not their fault if people are lying when they're signing up about what age they are that's entirely up to them but i don't know i think twitch could probably make more money off of this with the older demographic than there would be people playing minecraft i don't know i just if you put the line in the sand, I think they should play by that kind of thing. Like, evolve. Don't just go, oh, no, we can't have that over here. Just evolve and make Twitch something bigger than just playing video games. Because it has like, ASMR, people play music, do people doing talk shows. We're on it doing a talk show, regardless of whether or not it's about video games or not. But if Twitch has always evolved. This could be the next thing. Like, this could be the next thing for them. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it... <laughs> Naturally, as soon as you mention a hot tub stream, it's like there's an unwritten law. If you mention, um, I'm, I'm going to be a bit generalist and just say males because that's the perspective that I can speak from, but no doubt it applies to uh, whatever sex. But if a male comes on stream and then mentions hot tub streams, then that's it. It's it's like a law. Whoever you're speaking to, be it mm -hmm. someone in the stream or someone in the chat, they have to mention, I see, you've been watching hot tub streams. Yeah. I mean, I've done the same. I mean, West was talking about it in his stream, so naturally I said that he spent all day watching it, kind of thing like that. But when it all comes down to it, it's if you want to watch it, fair enough. Fill your boots. If uh, not everyone wants to watch someone else open Pokemon cards. Not everyone wants to watch someone... Did you just assume, uh, assume their gender? I, I don't know. I tried not to. <laughs> um, but not, 
like not everyone wants to watch someone open Pokemon cards. Not everyone wants to watch someone else. I've watched someone cook a cheese toaster on Twitch. Uh, I didn't intend to go and watch someone cook a cheese toaster. He was just streaming, and then he went, "I'm going to cook a toaster," and I thought I can't be able to send it over and watch him cook a toaster. There you go. It's not it's not the most exciting content, but if you want to watch that content, it's there, and that's kind of what it comes down to for me is yeah. is watching that content. The issues and whether someone should be streaming on a hot tub uh, in a hot tub on a inflatable banana um that's you do you fill your boots mm-hmm. the issue is how far that content goes and if there's no regulation of that in terms of um this is twitch and yes it used to just be gameplay but now we have mm-hmm. creative we have just chatting we have talk shows and game shows uh, talk, uh, which is kind of the, well that's where we are right now in the talk show section so you can do whatever you want to do you can watch whatever you want to watch as long as you're not harming vulnerable people or harming other people financially and that's kind of where we've got to like there i don't doubt if twitch didn't step in with some form of regulation it would get past the point of okay that that's that's pretty much pornography it's not at the moment a couple of people on 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 um inflatable balloons in hot tubs whether you think it's fine or not some people might think i'm not i'm not asked it's it's, it's the human form do what do whatever you want as long as you're uh keeping it covered up to a um yeah a reasonable perspective show off as much as you want that's fine which which i i, I agree it's not necessarily what i'm going to go watch but but if, if people want to watch that fair enough and then the flip side of it is okay if if people are being regulated from a clothing perspective and are keeping their clothes on to a, a reasonable point so that that um we're not breaking the societal rules so obviously the reason you wear clothes is because society deems it that way society deemed that you couldn't show your ankles 100 years ago society will change in mm-hmm. time this this is a, a step forward for society but obviously not too fast so obviously yeah okay fine you show yourself off you you play games in a bikini if you want to do that bib um mm-hmm. but just yeah as long as you but keep if you want to take stream graham just ask bow, you know what bow, i mean bow. Got a cracking pair here. Um, so, so that's but, fine. Like you say, it, but, it, it, but it is what it is. The main thing, though, is is getting it categorized. Um, mm-hmm. Because people are like, oh, well, you're just, you're just acknowledging that it's a thing now. It's, and that's kind of not what it is for me. The, the getting it categorized allows other people to be uncategorized. Uh, and it's not that just general, okay, everyone in just chatting is is a titty streamer. And it's like, no. Everyone in just, just chatting is a hot tub streamer. No, yeah. we were in just chatting for a long time before hot uh, hot tubs. Oops, oh no, we've been outed before talk shows <laughs> became its own separate category. There is everything in exactly. just chatting. So if you just demonetize an entire category based off of content for a few others, and it's absolutely perfectly fine for advertisers to decide what they want to advertise over. Imagine, imagine being um, a, a charity that wants to spread awareness for. Um, I can't think of something that's like, like alcoholism. There you go. Say, say you you want to help raise awareness for alcohol addiction and try give people um, good information or resources. This is where you can go to get some support to help beat alcohol addiction. Da, 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 da. And then you just throw it into just chatting. And then there's a whole subsection of cocktail making and your adverts pop up over that. That's probably like, oh, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is the right place for it, but but. There's all sorts of conversations that Twitch breaking that out into a separate section means that, okay, if you want to have those conversations, they can be done without impacting everyone else. We do not want um, this family-friendly brand being thrown over uh, 
scantily clad uh, women, whether you see it as that or not. We do we don't want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 that that's kind of how the reaction is. Like people that are in charge of marketing brands and budgets will have those sort of knee-jerk reactions and they'll just go, ah, that's it, half naked, get up. Pull the sponsorship. We're not having any sponsorship. We don't want any money. That which means that Twitch lose out on a shitload of revenue. All of the streamers that are in those channels will lose out on a shitload of revenue. So it being legitimized is fine mm-hmm. because what is wrong with it? You go to the beach, someone will be on a banana boat. I mean, I will when I'm on the beach. Fuck yeah! I'm the guy that falls off on the first bounce. <laughs> there he goes. Uh, but like, yeah, I mean, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with seeing that content. The issue is, is the is the uh, like the juxtaposition of having it next to, it feels out of place, and it's only weird if you don't embrace it. It's just as with anything, once yeah. something is different, once something is new, it's weird. If you keep it as weird, it will stay weird. If you just go, oh, that's just just hot sub streamers, it just is what it is, and that's kind of what it should be. I mean, you do you. I mean, you're watching. Two odd blokes in Manchester talk about video games on the internet. I mean, that's weird in itself. So, I mean, what's weirder? Us mm-hmm. doing our thing or, or them doing their thing? There's no real thing. Just just classing it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's fine. It's nice. Well, the, the biggest outcry has been from people who think that their revenue is going to be taken away from this, though. And it's not any of the females that are doing the hot tub scene. I mean, obviously, I'm disregarding anybody else any other genders that are doing it, but from my perspective, when I look at that, I'll briefly see it <laughs> anywhere. Uh, that's that's exactly what I'm seeing. So it's usually the people who are on the other side who think that they're getting their revenue takeaway. No, you know, you know, I mean, like you say, it all comes down to the advertising stuff for me. Um, if you are having stuff taken away because they haven't drawn that up in their terms of service that is on you it's up to the person who's starting the stream to do their due diligence due diligence due diligence <laughs> well, i don't even know what the fuck i'm saying due diligence there we go it's like xbox boss for you um <laughs> to find out what category it is for them to be in they've got one now so if you're doing this in i don't know a Pokemon category or a, My- a Minecraft category because you think that you're probably going to get more views. That's probably when you're po- going to have your channel terminated and that, rightly so because you haven't done your research or you thought you could get around it a different way. So for me, it's again, no harm, no foul. If that's what people want to see, go to that section. It's fine. But complaining about stuff for the sake of complaining about it because you think that your slice of the pie is potentially going to be taken away. I don't think it works like that. <laughs> yeah, no, see, I don't and, think it works and that's like where that. you've got you've got to ask what are the motives? Like, why are you streaming opening Pokemon cards in a hot tub? Is there a specific reason for that? Do you genuinely just enjoy being in a hot tub that much that that's how you live your day? Most people sit on a couch, I sit in a hot tub. I mean, that is the case. I mean, I don't think that will apply to most people. And if you are really into opening Pokemon cards to the point where you, you, you've you got um, the mag cases and, and all the rest, you're not going to be opening them in a hot tub with steam and all sorts of water and things around that could potentially damage the cards anyway. So is is it really about the Pokemon cards? Is it about the experience in that category or is it more about what the hot tub brings to the stream? And if it is more about the hot tub, well, well now you have a hot tub category. Go into the hot tub because that is your primary function. Uh, then play with your Pokemon cards um, or, or play some play some Pez with Toby if you're still here. Um, 
in in that category. Fair enough. Go do that. I mean, it just a matter of keeping it to where it needs to be because if you he's all about this conversation, of course he's still there. Yeah, of course he is. He's pretending he's not, but he is. We know. We know. Um, <laughs> Anyway, let's jump back up and see what people are saying. Uh, so Toby did drop in saying, where is the Pez? That's where that came from. Um, Lake, good morning, Lake, says, uh, I just don't get it. People watching people in hot tubs are women in lesser clothes than normal. But maybe it's just me. I just don't see any point in spending my time watching things like that on Twitch. I mean, that's it. That's perfectly I fine. I agree as well. But I also know that I don't speak for everyone because I would not, mm-hmm. I would not in a million years watch chess on Twitch but a lot of people do. People watch chess on mm-hmm. Twitch. So just because it doesn't for me doesn't mean it's not for anyone. But chess Absolutely. is categorized as being chess. So that's fine. That's an ex- uh, an experience uh, on its own. So, yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, Bibi, I bought a Reza Kishi controller yesterday, says Tito. I'll let you know how it Ooh. is tomorrow when I get it. Nice. Nice. Well, funnily enough, uh, I meant to have one on the way about four weeks ago. And yeah, I was going to say, where the heck is that? It's, it's only in the office in Blackpool. Uh, well, I'm waiting for someone, a particular person, to post it, and he's holding it at ransom. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let me know, and then I'll probably get it in about four months when I'm back in the office. So, yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> Uh, Johnny, good morning. Johnny says, I'm getting so hot on my streams, I might have to switch to swimmer. <laughs> yeah, streamer, streamer pins, streamer pins. The worst bit is, though, is when it gets to full-on summer and you're trying to maintain um, heat levels in the room whilst also maintaining a good quality of audio. So I was using RTX Voice last summer, which was a lifesaver because for about two weeks, you could just hear like, of the fans. And then you got the, of the lawnmowers. And then the, of the kids out on the street, so I just I had to install RTX Voice to kind of get rid of that stuff, which is fine if you're speaking, but if you have any sort of pitch change in your voice, then RTX Voice just kills that. So, so yeah, I mean that's the that's the downside. That's the thing that's that that, that we're not thinking about. I mean, Hot Tub Streamers has a lot of it, uh, issues and a lot of conversational uh, talking points right now. But I mean, yeah. who's who's designing the audio for hot tub streams? Because you've got you've got water in there, you've got probably some heat issues that you need to take care of as well. So are the fans on the go in there? I mean, the audio levels must be horrendous. Yeah. Well, I mean, people think it's a, it's a full on porno, so they might have like one guy with a boom mic, they might have two guys behind the camera, uh, they might just have the full works. So who knows, Graham? Who Some, knows? Someone in someone in the corner playing really cheesy eighties like jazz. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look my problem is the content air quotes from tito is sexual uh there is no age gain it's serving thirsty virgins who think a twitch prime sub will give them a shot with them i mean that's that's a good that's a good angle but then again um there is more age gating on twitch than there is on pornhub um so if that channel has set its content to be for a mature audience then there's more age gating on that than there is on Pornhub. You go to Pornhub, you can get to the the homepage and see more as a uh, as a what did you say? What was the word? A thirsty virgin. You can see more as a thirsty virgin on Pornhub than you can in a full stream. Uh, so is it is it that bad? I mean, this is where this is where it all comes down to. Um, because do you need age gating for a beach? Because if they are just at a pool or at a beach or in a hot tub, you are not seeing anything more than the physical form of a person that's acceptable by society. So is that a bad thing? And that's that's where that, there's all sorts of nuances in the conversation there. I mean, I'm not saying 
it is or it isn't. Uh, is it? But is it right then for people to use that physical form to uh, to prize those Twitch primes away from those thirsty virgins? Is it not bad? I mean, it, what am I saying? Is it right? Is it wrong? Uh, like like Twitch said, it's not it's not Twitch's. Um, where, where was the word? Being found sexy by others is not against our rules. So because they're sexy and people throw Twitch primes at them, is that their problem? What about people that have a gift of being a caster, the skills required to being a caster? Um, is it right for people to subscribe to those when other people don't have those gifts kind of thing? And it's, it's it, that's where you start to get into those conversations, which is why it's such a, tip, uh, a tricky topic because realistically... They aren't doing anything that you wouldn't see in public, um, or so you hope. Um, let's let's assume, for the conversation's <laughs> sake, that we are. Uh, that is what's happening. Nothing nothing untoward is happening other than being semi-dressed. But not undressed, but semi-dressed, which is still decent in that mm. sense. So, And that's 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 where it, it all kind of revolves around. Um, I like how they said, our creators rely on us, but only did something when ad- advertisers asked to do something instead of the creators. David... And there we have it. Imagine that. Imagine mm. money making the world go round. There you go. Um, also, we did shout out the tweet, but good morning. Uh, tweet the message. Good morning, Firefly Media. Seems like you've been doing your research, guys. Don't pretend. Don't pretend. We are on your third monitor. You've got two monitors full of uh, hot tubs and pool streams. We know. We know. Mm. Um, that being said, when is the first uh, Scoop Goes Hot Tub Stream? Well, I did just bring it up then. Easy Tiger, not like that. I know we're talking about hot tub streams. Mm-hmm. We'll keep the double entendres to a side. But I did bring up the uh, the green screen just then, but my lighting's all all to shit. But someone did say it's not, it's not. You can't do it without Bibs. So yeah, we need to get Bibby's green screen, uh, Bibby's green screen up, and my green screen up, and then I can just like superimpose us both in. So, so tomorrow's Twitch stream, we'll do it in the hot tub. <laughs> hot tub. There you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that sounds super hot. <laughs> Uh, Enzo, good morning, says I'm going to buy a hot tub and see if I can blow it up on Twitch. <laughs> it's like, is this a sleeping stream? No, Enzo's just passed out. <laughs> uh, Firefly says, I'll, I'll donate the inflatable banana. There you go, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. We can do this. We can do this. We've got the, we've got the category now, so this, we'll be absolutely fine. But yeah, I mean, it's I, I've got no problem with it. But I'm a 30 year old bloke, do you know what I mean? Uh, if if I wanted to get my kicks, I'll get it elsewhere. But there's no way. I'm not going to Twitch to watch that stuff. I'm watching Resident Evil speed playthroughs and stuff like that. I'm a fucking nerd. Like, but it more power them, more power them. They've they've kind of fought this for long enough that they've they've in, they've had to make Twitch make a change to benefit them. I just hope that now the line has been drawn in the sand that everyone could potentially win and it wouldn't surprise me if at some point twitch tried to capitalize on this and uh not invest money but invest enough to be able to think okay we'll get specific i know i said this before um but for people who may have just joined the chat if they if they've fought long and hard about this the adult industry is more than big enough to be able to have video games and adult stuff on there. Maybe not to the degree where they're getting completely changed and the, the it just turns into full-on porn. That's not what I'm saying at all. Take that away. But enough for them to be able to advertise adult stuff to it. It's entirely up to the person who makes the account what they... If they're putting a fraudulent agent, that's 
that's their problem. That's not Twitch's. Twitch have done what they need to do to try and safeguard people from that perspective. Guy, uh, there is no doubt in my mind that there's underage people that are watching porn, but that's not the people who are on the web. That's not Pornhub's fault. That they've done their gateway. They've done their due diligence to try and say, okay, you need to be over eighteen. Are you? If you're lying, that's on you. You can't come back to bite us. It's Maybe the Twitch same, could start it's the to same, advertise. Same theory as buying a fake ID is breaking the law. Yeah, um, exactly. You, you've broken the law to enable you the ability to break the law that's two laws broken mm-hmm. um and and a shopkeeper has asked if you've got id and the id looks legit and they've given you the th- job's good and there you go fine mm-hmm. um it's not on them yeah all the people selling it done their due diligence to try and make sure the case and you've done your extra due diligence to make sure you can get around their due diligence can you say due yeah. diligence again graham i think i think we need the words due diligence <laughs> i couldn't even say it before so well done <laughs> Dude, diligence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, says, look, anyone who says that teens go through PB aren't going to look up new images. He's clearly the most naive person going. I don't know what you mean. Um, Firefly says, I mean, I bet they've done the hot tub market well. <laughs> well, there you go. That's it. That's it. I mean, <laughs> that, that best way company, they're absolutely loving life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Enzo says, what a combo. My sexy beard, Scottish accent and a hot tub. Who wouldn't tune in? I'm already there. I'm just waiting for the, uh, for the go live notification. Um, absolutely. That's an odd kink watching someone grill cheese toast. It, to be fair, I was watching him play PUBG. It was TSM break. It turned me on. He went and made a butty, so I went with him. There you go. Nice. Um, Johnny says, I feel sorry for the youth today. sexier than cheese on toast. Ooh, lots of cheese and toast. More cheese and toast. That's sexier. Ooh. Uh, yeah, pepper. I, yes, please. Oh, a bit of ham as well. Make it ham and cheese toast. They're lovely. Uh, I feel <laughs> sorry for the youth today that they'll never experience the thrill of finding a plastic bag of porn in the woods. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just 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 one boob in a bush. Ooh. Reading porn. <laughs> uh, Five Five Media. And Summer's... Laggy porn. That's definitely up there. Our <laughs> uh, Summer's bikini is okay. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the chair for a little bit. Yeah, the, probably... <laughs> the old everything in place. Um, uh, Spending the cash, I, I see. Think you'll have to settle uh, for bathtub streams for now. Now we, we, we can't even afford that. We've got fake tub streams. That's it. That's that's what the people need. That's what the people need. Um, uh, people watching less clothed women on the internet sounds uncommon to me. Guys are definitely tuning in for convo in these hot tub streams. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Nut. <laughs> uh, I mean that, but that is that a bad thing though? Like, if they're tuning in for conversation or not for conversation is it a bad thing uh play cs no <laughs> if you've watched us play cs then CS, no no <laughs> uh, you play yeah. cs we're not the best in the world yeah <laughs> yeah in i mean luke he's he won the uh the uh cs go time trial thing so he's the one that should be playing and he's not here yeah. so so no um but yeah, I mean, t- tuning in for the conversation, is that any worse than tuning in for the rest of the hot tub experience? And if it is, I, I, don't, I don't even know where to begin unpacking that sort of stuff. I will just stick at the level of, there's a category for it. If you want to see it now, now go find the category for it. If you don't want to see it, don't go to the category for it. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. as simple as that. It's not, it's not breaking any laws. It's not illegal. Um, and... It's just physical forms that shouldn't be um, being exposed beyond 
reasonable level. So if you want to watch that, fill your boots. If you don't, well, then me and Bibby are going to be live on twitch.tv forward slash Ashcream uploads at 10 a.m. ish each and every single weekday with the scoop and then in the afternoons playing some video games. So there's plenty of other opportunities to come and see us and not the other boobs on the internet. <laughs> I say, if you want to see two tits playing games, <laughs> stick around. <laughs> and on that bombshell, let's move forward. So that's the end of that uh, news article. Netflix, though. They want to get involved, not in hot tubs, but in video games. Netflix reportedly wants to get into video games in a big way. Stranger things have happened. Hey! Wesley and Paul nailing a tagline there. <laughs> this is written by that man at Eurogamer. And Netflix is making significant moves into the video game industry, according to a new report. The information said the company is hiring for an executive to lead its future video game initiative and is on the hunt for senior figures within the industry. Early discussions apparently involve potentially launching an Apple Arcade-style bundle of games without adverts. Is, is that not called uh, Xbox Game Pass? I don't know. I know. Let's keep going. Um, in a statement issued to GameSpot, Netflix said it's excited to do more with interactive entertainment. Uh, Netflix has so far dabbled in video games. It commissioned a video game based on hit show Stranger Things. Check out Eurogamer Stranger Things. It's fine. We don't need to read that. And launched interactive shows such as Black Mirror Bandersnatch and You V the Wild. Um... I mean, if they're talking about video game stuff, I'm well surprised that they've not mentioned The Witcher or anything in here because Netflix paid to have The Witcher, which is probably their biggest video game crossover content. And then there's uh, the high score um, documentaries and all of that, Charles. Where's you could have gone so about the Castlevania? Exactly, exactly. Huge uh, season four, was it released last week? So huge series long running series in terms of video games has had four seasons of content now uh, on Netflix but but there you go so not just content with making video game content on Netflix Netflix is now looking to make video games for content they're looking yeah. to get to the industry in a big way what are your thoughts on that bib um did you are you a black mirror fan uh no i started okay. season 1 and it's, it's basically like different episodes, isn't it? Of like different, like not different episodes, different stories. And every episode is like a different story. If I'm thinking of the right thing, I got like three episodes in and I was just like, I give in. Um, it was the one where there was a dude sat on a treadmill pedaling. Oh, up, yeah. And I, I gave up. Yeah. I don't, I don't a know. Million, if... One million credits or something like that. I think that one's called. Yeah. I mean, I know that there was deeper meaning and stuff, but I just, mm -hmm. I just it just didn't gel. And I've, I've I've heard yeah. that sticking with it is worth it, but but yeah, even we were talking about this on the weekend. Me and Danielle, we watched to that episode and we gave up on it at that point in time. Yeah, but yeah, sorry. What is it? The reason I ask is because well, Black Mirror for me anyway is uh, you don't even you, you could go, you could watch episode one of season three and then watch episode six of season four. Like none of them, they're all completely different stories, and obviously it's all what if scenarios. But anyway, like it mentioned in the article, they had the Bandersnatch. Um, episode where you, well, we watched it on the PlayStation so we could use the controller to be able to choose the scenario. So they would film, I don't know, 200 different scenarios. And then depending on which one you, you'd choose, you'd obviously go down path A. You could go path, path D, path E, path Z. Um, so the outcome would be different every single time that you do it until you get to a certain point. So when you've completed, <laughs> when you've completed your Bandersnatch, you can go back and visit certain points so if you chose one path, you could go down another. And then if you chose, you didn't like that path, you could restart from an hour in and then just choose a different one. So 
I like that concept. An Apple Arcade-style bundle of games without adverts. I want to see what this does, because I thought that they did the Bandersnatch one. It wasn't for everyone's taste. I, I understand that. I want to see more of that stuff, though, because uh, maybe not necessarily... Um, Maybe not necessarily uh, Black Mirror, but are they? Is this a market that they want to get into fully? Because it, all you're going to do is just waste a lot of money, and uh, Netflix have a lot of money now. The, the subscriptions going through the roof, and obviously the the caliber of TV shows and films that they're putting out there are making them a lot of money. But it's a massive market for them to go in to potentially not be successful and lose even more money. They kind of need to go all in. I mean, the Stranger Things three game was okay but it was pretty much given away straight after release on like Twitch Prime or Epic Game Store, or you could probably pay three quid for it off Steam. Like This game did not last long before it went free. So what can they do that nobody else is doing? They can't just think, okay, Google tried this with Stadia. They can't just think, okay, we're Netflix. We can pretty much put something out and hope that it sticks to the wall. It's fine. It's good. Everyone likes it it's a massive market for them to fail incredibly fast at and lose a lot of money in the process. What can they, what do they think that they can do? I mean, the writing side of it, if they get the right writers, they may be able to be create decent enough games, but Amazon have tried this <laughs> and look what happened there. So this, this, this is a very difficult spot for them to be able to get into. And I mean, I'm, I'm kind of baffled as to why they would want to do it, but, if they've got money to fail, then that's absolutely fine. There's no issues there. They can definitely throw money, enough money at it to try and make it succeed, but I'm a bit sceptical at this point. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of makes me wonder why. Why do they want it? I mean, there's, there's one reason, and one reason only that they want it. Cha-ching! They want the money. That's yeah. what it is. It's all about the money. Um... But how are they going to do that in a way that adds any real value? Because if they start make, uh, making video games to go out alongside their titles, uh, which gives people more reasons to say subs- uh, to say stay subscribed, okay, that's wonderful. That kind of makes sense. But then that means that you have to spend money on marketing, developing, and delivering video games, which then yeah. takes more money out of the pot from people that are subscribed. So you either need more people to subscribe or you need to up, up the subscription fees to pay for that because this doesn't come from anywhere. To do all of that work requires funding. Netflix is expensive already and it's getting more expensive as, as every day passes. So will this just make it even more expensive? And if it comes down to it, will people want that? It's like, okay, you can spend 10 quid for Netflix or you can spend 15 quid and get Netflix and games. It's like, I'll just take the mm-hmm. 10 quid then, please, thanks. I've got plenty of games. I've got more games than I can play as it is, let alone other yeah. things. And then what sort of content are we going to get? Because the Stranger Things 3 video game, I've heard good things about it, even though it it was purely a marketing tool. It's a nice video yeah. game experience, but it was a marketing tool. It was a way to put Stranger Things 3 in a conversation for gamers and to to weave advertising into the video game sectors. It was a, a wonderful thing. I mean, you can you can pay people to play uh, a game. You can pay people to stop midstream and talk about your, your new seri- uh, series or whatever. Or you give them a video game that's built around the new series and watch them play that. Yeah. People go, do you know what? I really enjoyed this. I'm going to play that game. Okay, that's fine. That's one thing. But but what are you going to do that every time? I mean, we, we've gone, thankfully past the era of every film having a video game tie-in that was just released at, at launch and was shit. Um, not not all of them were shit, uh, but you go back to the 90s 
and you would find any film would have a video game release. And it was just it was just kind of like a reskin mm. version of every other game, but with Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. on the front as as Terminator or or I remember a Power Rangers game on the PlayStation kind of thing. And it was just it's just okay, well that's famous, that's making money, let's make it into a video game. Uh, there's been a million and one Transformers games that aligned with movies that have been shit. And thankfully, they've got mm-hmm. to the point where development costs uh, have meant that a lot of that stuff has disappeared because to, to develop a game that's going to be competitive requires a good chunk of cash and you're not going to make it back, so let's just not bother. Is that what Netflix is looking to bring back in? Every time they release a new series, we have a, a below-par game that we put out alongside it. I just, I just don't like Army of the Dead released on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. For Army of the Dead two, would they release some zombie shooter stuff that's not as good as Resident Evil and not <laughs> as scary as as Silent Hill? And uh, is that where we get they to? Can just reskin World War Z or something. That's it, it, exactly the same thing. Like World War Z was a a, fil- a, a game, uh, sorry, a film based off of a book, and then the game came out based off the film, kind of very loosely to very loose tie-in but that kind of game you could just put army of the dead in there and no one even batting an eyelid um but like i say i i personally think it's a waste of time like i said it was a very good marketing tool for stranger things free i think people will probably see past it if they was to bring out the same thing but for a completely different completely different story yeah i think it'd be a lot of wasted money yeah. i'm happy to be proven wrong though because more games yeah yeah it's just the the why why i mean Telling me that something is a game and it's just an absolute abomination, I'll be like, okay, well, that's not a game. That's 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 a poor attempt at a game to satisfy an alternative need. And you can call it a game loosely, but it's not a game. Nah, you're all right. And there's, if that's all it is, if it's just an opportunity to shoehorn Netflix into another medium, then I'm not interested in it. So... I don't need another paid subscription service. Uh, we've got EA Play. We've got Xbox Game Pass. We've got uh, Apple Arcade. There's Google Stadia. Uh, Google Stadia, sorry. I, I, something, I had a lol stuck in my mouth then. Um, Google Stadia. <laughs> and we have uh, PS Plus and all these other things that are giving you games and, and, and so on. The PS Now as well kind of thing. Uh, so... Stadia, I said logal because it's just it's not given anything. There's no USP, no real benefit for having Stadia over anything else. It allows you to play the same games, but makes it worse because your friends aren't there, your mm-hmm. uh, cosmetics aren't there, your history isn't there, your trophies and your gamer score aren't there. But it's exactly the same stuff. Oh, great, I'm not asked. Um, so if they do offer different things, and it's not just shitty movie tie-ins, then then I would like to see. Netflix have more experience than anyone at that top media level of selling a subscription service for digital content. No one has been doing it as long as Netflix. Not to that scale, anyway, making their own content. I mean, you could argue that, obviously, PlayStation, Xbox Live, and so on have, but they were originally just providing services as opposed to providing content and so on. But Netflix have been doing that, so maybe maybe they can bring something to the table that changes things up. I just hope that they don't just do a, well, we're Netflix, we've got all of this experience, and we know what we're doing, and then fuck it up. Because Google are Google, and they've got all of their experience, yeah. and they know what they're doing, but didn't. So, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wary, not convinced, but I'm open to the idea that it could be decent. Mm-hmm. And there we go. Who knows? We might be eating our words in three years' time, hopefully. Again, just the single-player game has had a recent boom because the writing's been decent enough for them to be able to create 
top tier games. I hope Netflix have the 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 initiative to carry on that trend rather than just making a shitty multiplayer game for the sake of more people can play this with friends. We don't need that. Do what you do well and write and produce content, i.e. films and TV series that people actually really, really like. I think that's their biggest win, ending and using their contacts to create a video game. Because there may be directors, there may be writers, there may be producers out there that have never even thought about creating a video game, but they've got stories that will adapt so well to video game, video games. Uh, use that use those contacts use those facilities use the experience that they have in writing stories to create something out of the back of it regardless of what studio it is that's going to be producing it whether or not the lease out to a third party i don't know don't care but as long as we get something worthwhile because it's a lot of money they're throwing away for potentially absolutely nothing apart from uh an absolute pillar that you're going to get off social media i mean i hope that if there's anything it's like okay netflix has a lot of stuff that Google Stadia didn't have. Netflix has a surefire guarantee of a lot of content. Not necessarily games, but they have a lot of content. Google Stadia had no content. Netflix has a lot of influencers. Uh, just look at all of the actors and stuff that they assign. Anyone can appear on Netflix now. Anyone could be uh, appear in a series mm. or or a um, or a film or or whatever documentaries. So Netflix has a lot of people that it can contract to be involved in shitloads of content. So the potential for Netflix to evolve the landscape of streaming, so stepping slightly away from games, uh, let's just assume they have games in and amongst that. They have the potential to yeah. do a lot of the stuff that Amazon has dabbled with, with Twitch, but hasn't really pushed the envelope with. So watch parties um, exist but are complex as feck. We can watch something on stream and you can watch it with us as long as you've got Prime and you're in our region as well as the content and blah, 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 blah. And suddenly you're like, okay, well, I I watch Bateson. Bateson's doing a, a watch party. I'm, I'm an Amazon Prime user, but Bateson's watching something from a territory that I'm not in. Or I'm watching it on a console like an Xbox, which doesn't have territory-specific things. Even though I'm a Prime user... And subscribe to Bateson and watching Bateson in the same country, um, the watch party doesn't work because I watch it on an Xbox. There's all sorts of fucking steps and flaws and shit. What if if Netflix brings all of that together and has interactive ways, be it around games, which then actually maybe the games drop off and they just have almost a digital watch party function. I know it's kind of stuff that hopefully will fall out of fashion, not because I don't like it, but because we're hopefully getting out of a COVID world. But over the last 12 months, that would have been immensely useful. So maybe maybe that's something that Twitch, um, not Twitch, Netflix brings to the table. Having content that you can view and stream and play games around with using yeah. their content creators and so on that's something that amazon doesn't do and that's something that youtube didn't have access to maybe mm -hmm. maybe that that's how they reinvent the systems going forward again that's kind of where i would like to see it uh but anyway let's move forward let's move forward uh we've got two stories left so we'll wrap this up we'll pick up the pace over the last couple of stories though because they're not as in-depth but still interesting yeah. nonetheless there's don pepe out of vg247 says metro exodus enhanced edition gets dual sense haptic feedback support on pc so metro exodus enhanced edition is the first pc game to fully support the ps5 dual sense pad with a new patch enabling haptic feedback and adaptive triggers for the game 
Exciting times. Developer Foray yeah. and publisher Deep Silver added a new update on Friday afternoon that added support for the DualSense controller if you're playing in wired mode. This is the first time you can use the triggers in any version of the game too, given that the PS5 version of Metro Exodus Enhanced Edition isn't due to release until June the 18th. Twitter user at MrDomino underscore showed off the new features in action in a video posted to the social media site demonstrating the resistance the triggers can provide when firing weapons. Take a look at it in action below. I'm going to hit play on this. I don't know what we're looking at, so let's just go with it. Oh, there you go. Oh, look at the bounce on his trigger. That's quality. <laughs> Bab oh. Okay, that's single shots. That's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I want you to get... Let's call it. Support for the PlayStation 5 DualSense controller was added to Steam back in November 2020, but many of its signature features were not compatible with the service at launch. It's nice to see developers on PC start adding support for these features. The DualSense has been getting rave reviews from both the press and those lucky enough to get a PS5 since launch, and it's one of the defining features of the new Sony system. Here's hoping it's the start of a broader trend of developers bringing DualSense support to the platform. Did you know, Bib? Mm -hmm. that a dual sense controller is kind of like the feeling of pulling back on a bow. You can feel the resistance as it gets harder. I don't know if, I don't know if you've ever known that, but that's kind of what it gets. Really I like. prefer the uh, the car going through mud and you can feel <laughs> it. You can feel it. You can feel the resistance in it. But no, I mean, uh, in regards to this controller, it's something that the that the Xbox One pad doesn't have. And I think it's one of the biggest selling features of the PlayStation 5 controller. I like the haptic feedbacks. It does get annoying every now and again when you especially like the resident evil thing is is bizarre because to to go to look down your scope it has more resistance than when you pull the right trigger to be able to fire the gun which are which is bizarre to me it feels like it's the other way around but when it's done well like with astrobot which we mentioned all the time it's fantastic but the best fit about this is that you've got another controller to be able to use on your pc for the playstation games that support the haptic feedback um i mean it might not necessarily have to be playstation games obviously we've got metro on there as well so you're able to have these experiences that you may not be able to get with an Xbox One controller or Series X controller, whatever the fuck. Um, so it's just another way to be able to try and experience games. And I'm glad it's open for everyone to be able to play. Yeah, you don't have to have a PlayStation 5 now to experience these controls. Like It's something that developers can use for every PC game that's out there now. Uh, whether or not they want to go back and add that to some of the games that they brought out previously, is it's, it's entirely up to them. But it's something that they can think of now for the PC versions of the game. Because all you need now is a £45 PlayStation controller and you're good to go. You don't have to have the PlayStation 5. So it's it, it's nice that these kind of additions are happening and will be usable for everyone. Yeah, I, lo I love the fact that the fact that it's on PC as well and, and developers are working with it will give some... I would, let's say like it will help modders because they will have foundations built for them so if the guys at uh, 4a and deep silver put together uh, some patches for metro exodus which includes haptic feedback support modders can look at that and pick all of that out and figure out how that works and use that to do some cool stuff and build on it which will take us past the reason i mentioned that bow and arrow reference is if you've seen as before when we talk about the ps5 controller i take the pace because that's always the example this is something that has the potential to be a wonderful addition to video games and it's, it's heavily celebrated when it comes to ps4 uh, ps5 when it's being used but people still always talk about the haptic feedback of 
that crossbow reference, that bow and arrow reference, should I say. Or, mm. or there's like three references. The other one that's not the driving one through mud is walking across sand and then into water. You can feel the difference in the textures and so on, like that. And it's like, okay, well, but where do we take it further? And it now coming to something uh, like like PC opens that up because, yeah, all right, if it's on the PS5, it can be opened up for developers. But developers have to tread the line between doing something that's safe and makes money and doing something that's wild and could be a risk and could make shitloads of money or no money at all. Whereas modders just think, okay, mm-hmm. well, this could be wild and absolutely useless, but I'm going to do it because it, it sounds good to me. Uh, and then it turns out to be something exceptional. I mean, that's where Battle Royale came from, modding. Um, so love to see this rolling out. Not only because it means, obviously, that makes it easier for PlayStation to bring more games to PC, which gives more players and more more places to play PS5 games, but we might get to see a lot more of um, the haptic feedback. I might get to see some full-on integration. I'm not the biggest fan of haptic feedback in general, but like it when it's there. And uh, I mean, this is a great example. This is my controller for my PS5 that's plugged in. This is a PS4 scuff controller. Uh, That is a great example of how good the PS5 controller is. I'm not using it, but that's because I'm playing PS4 games and I'm playing multiplayer games and I don't really need a lot of the functions on it in multiplayer games. That said, what you're not seeing me on the stream is when I'm going downstairs and playing Spider-Man Miles Morales and you get the pad vibrations, just just the little things like I was in... um, I was doing... there's, There's some... There's a... I won't give too much detail, but there's a clan in it called the Underground. Um, and funnily enough, they're, they're based with a lot of stuff in the Underground like subway system. And I was on top of a train in one segment. And obviously, you know what it's like on a uh, on a train. You've got the just a... of the train moving. Then you've got the... of the tracks. And you could feel all of those different vibrations in the controller. And that's when you're starting to see it. Combine that with when someone's talking, you're getting different vibrations coming through the pad. If someone touches you or hits you, you get another jolt of the... And suddenly you're thinking, okay, I'm feeling all of this. I'm hearing it. I'm seeing it. Uh, I've got 3D audio around me. I've got, like, actual haptic touch feedback on my hands. This is wonderful. And that's when you start to see it. So a game like Metro Exodus, a huge, detailed, in-depth, and beautiful first-person game. That's an absolute perfect game to get haptic feedback. And, and yeah, the f- fact that they're working on it is good for everyone. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we get more of that coming. Um, and, you know, that could mean that maybe maybe we get some reverse engineering. If, if it's on PC, maybe we'll start to see games that have been and gone, like Horizon Zero Dawn, two, three years old. Maybe that on PC suddenly starts to get some haptic feedback, which then they reverse engineer and drop onto PlayStation. Days Gone has... Has it released yet on PC or is it just about to release? Yeah, I think so. I um, think it's released now, yeah. So within the last week or so, Days Gone's hit PC. Maybe someone works on adding haptic feedback to the PC uh, for Days Gone, which then means it drops back onto the PS5 console. I mean, that would be amazing. Yes, please. So it's nice. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. Let's jump into the final bit of news for the day. Talking about modding, um, Rhiannon Bevan at The Gamer has this news article that says prominent Mass Effect modder deletes all of her work to stop others copying it in Legendary Edition. Uh, the deleted mods include a popular one for Mass Effect 3, which drastically changed Thane's canon story. Uh, so jumping into the article then, the creator of a popular Mass Effect 3 mod, which added much more content for Thane, has taken all of her work offline. On the blog for Thane mod. Uh, updates creator Gitfish announced 
a hiatus from Mass Effect Modern Community, explaining that the mods were deleted over concerns that others would copy them in the Legendary Edition without permission. The issue stems from the original trilogy mods not being able to be ported to Legendary Edition automatically. Instead, they have to be completely remade for the remastered versions. What concerns Gitfish, however, is that Nexus mods didn't promise uh, that her work, work would be protected from others. Essentially, if someone completely remade one of her mods in Legendary Edition and released it publicly, Nexus mods may consider it original and would not require Gitfish's permission. Uh, on the blog post, Gitfish explains every Mass Effect mod author is left not only with uncertainty but with fewer protections against infringement speaking of the emotional impact the modder further shares i love mass effect and i love modding i love creating something that brings me joy and then sharing that joy with others i've happily and sometimes less happily donated several thousand hours of my time to this community since 2011 but this for me is just too much Criticising Nexus Mod's refusal to put blanket copyright protection on Mass Effect modders' work, Gitfish says, quote, When a person spends dozens or hundreds or thousands of hours of their time creating something, their creative rights to their work should be respected legally, ethically and morally. This really should not even be in question. Uh, as well as Thane Mod, uh, the mods that are now offline include Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3 recalibrated, textures for Mass Effect 2, and better cabin music. However, not all in the Mass Effect community share Gitfish's sentiments. On uh, the Mass Effect subreddit, one redditor says, I am fully on Nexus' side on this. You don't own the files you modified to make your mod. If someone else goes in and modifies the same files you did, they are not infringing on your rights in any way. Another in the discussion thread adds, you're using Bioware's work. You can't make money off it. Exactly what rights are you supposed to have when making mods? At the time of writing, it doesn't seem any other modders are taking the action that Gitfish has. Mass Effect Legend Edition released on May the 14th and is available on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One and Xbox Series X and you could win a copy in Ice Cream Uploads Loot Drop giveaway this <laughs> exclamation mark Loot Drop in the chat there you go um, I did rush over that pretty quickly at the end but exclamation mark Loot Drop in the chat if you want a chance to win Mass Effect Legendary Edition subscribers only if you're not a sub don't worry about it um, but yes prominent Mass Effect modder deletes all of their work to stop others copying it should Modders be protected, uh, protected for copying uh, for ha from having others copy their work when they've used someone else's work as a jumping off point. What are your thoughts, babe? Uh, I'm conflicted. Um, Hi, conflicted. I'm Graham. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. It's it's a, a weird situation because we've seen modders make games better in terms of like. The Grand Theft Auto situation, someone managed to find a way of speeding up the load screens, which Grand Theft Auto go, hold on a second. That's fucking brilliant. We're patching that into our game. Thank you very much. Uh, alien Colonial Marines. Someone managed to change the alien so that instead of a one, it should have been a zero. They put the zero there. Lo and behold, it fixes the game. Sega go, thank you very much for that. We'll stick that in our game. Now everyone can enjoy it eight years after the fact. So, yeah, it, I'm conflicted because it seems petty and I, I i i understand that they've spent thousands and thousands of hours of trying to create this game and make it playable for everybody else but i'm fairly certain you would be credited somewhere if if for whatever reason mass effect picked if mass effect picked this up and rolled with their if they just got onto that money site and go actually look at look at all this shit that we didn't do right in the first time someone's gone out there's thousands of monitors out there. They've fixed all of our problems. We can now implement that into ours. That should... 
I'm saying that because I haven't done the work, but surely that should be a compliment. And just deleting it for the sake of deleting it, all your thousands of hours work now, no one's going to use your work at all. I'm not, let me, I, let me, let me bring life, this so. back to somewhere that might be a little bit closer to home for you. Obviously, you, in a former life, um, used to be one of the crew that ran the helm of Pez Universe. Pez Universe mm-hmm. makes uh, one of the biggest uh, option files for Pez worldwide. Obviously, there's, there's there's lots of others out there, so do check them out. Um, but the Pez Universe editors spent a lot of their own time putting kit files and so on together. Um, other brands then went out of their way to take some of those files. I'd seen it. I'd seen it mm-hmm. on both sides of the fence. Some people taking some, some people taking back, and, and whatever. If that ever happened, that was fuck we've put a lot of time and effort into this and you've just taken that away from it to show it off as your own would you i mean mm-hmm. that's a negative kind of thing so is this kind of not a similar thing to that um yeah but again before all that even that before that even happened or before i was even part of that even when i was during that uh whilst i was even during that process like when you're caught when you're creating football kits for a video game based off of real life kits like what do you what can you what can you do differently like i know there was instances where people complain you've used the exact same hex code that i've done no shit because it's the same hex code that's on the fucking shirt like what did you want me to do do it a lighter shade of blue like that that stuff is kind of it's irrelevant a, it's a deeper shade of blue steps are absolutely yeah. <laughs> but like when it comes to it that's 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 a completely different, in my opinion, completely different because you're trying to recreate a real life product rather than fixing something that's already broken. So I understand where you're coming from in terms of it's it's kind of a copyright thing because you're just taking somebody else's work and trying to pass it off as your own. That's fine. But, I mean, it's not fine, but that's a completely different argument. This is fixing somebody else's mistakes where the game has fallen down, where textures are all wrong, where people's faces are all blurred and mushed and their eyes are rolling into the back of their head. It's just white and they haven't got the pupils in or they're not walking correctly. The the speech is all broken. That sounds like a weekend in Manchester. Eyes rolling back of their head and can't walk over, speech is broken. You're trying to talk to an NPC and it's just the back of their head rather than the front of it. Yeah, this is turning more into more (laughs) Salford Spice in it. But um, people have gone out and fixed that stuff. And then at at the point where... My, uh, people who are creating or did, redoing all of the textures, all the devs for Mass Effect, go. Actually, they've done really well. We can try and copy their work and then bring it in and then fix this bit. That's. I think that's completely different from someone trying to complain about a hex code on a football shirt. See, I'm taking I think, it down. I can say I think is, that's kind yeah. of. There's a bit of a disconnect there, though, in in the fact that this isn't the Mass Effect devs that are looking at the work. It's other modders. So this person has spent a lot of time. Um, fixing the game i mean that's arguably what a kit does if you if you've got a, a blue and white shirt for chelsea and then you get all of the sponsors and logos mm-hmm. on it that's that's just fixing that um yeah. and, and then this isn't necessarily being picked up by by the devs but other modders so in terms of like that mm-hmm. thane's canon story i don't know anything about thane i've not played the mass effect games so i'm just going to assume this person had a story that was 10 minutes long and they've decided we well, like that it wasn't very good or it needed to be longer or we did like it and it could have been better so so here's another 15 minutes of story for that character additional content dialogue uh, dialogue missions whatever um that they've modded animated and, and put into that game 
and this is where we kind of get into the realms of, of fan fiction sort of stuff. Yes, it is using copyrighted assets. Thane's face, Thane's likeness, all of the assets in the game, the engine that it's running in, are copyrighted elements. Um, so if anyone can kick off, Mass Effect's developers uh, or, yeah. or EA could, could go, nope, we're not having that. But for then someone to then pick up that work, if Mass, if Mass Effect have gone, either turned a blind eye and gone, okay, this is good for the community. We know it's technically illegal, but we'll ignore it because it's good for the community. Um, what is it? Is it fine then that other members of the community can then just pillage in that work? Because uh, like these I mean, people, the hardcore will know, won't they? Like if you was a hardcore Mass Effect player and you wanted a particular storyline to be a little bit longer and then you installed it and it's been there for three years and then you played it and you realize that that's that person and someone else comes in and takes it over and then potentially makes it a little bit better. The only people are going to benefit out of it are the people who are playing. But I mean, it's, it's, it's all personal preference. It's like, I don't think people want their own artwork to be bastardized and then reproduced and then sold potentially as something completely different. We can see, but I, I can see both sides of the argument. I don't know where I would personally sit on it if it was me and my work. I probably just wouldn't take it down altogether, though. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I do see both sides of it. I do see both sides. Um, I I would probably sit on the side of the artist, the the, the modder, whatever you want to call it, in this instance, um, in the fact that it's shit to take it down so that people lose out on those opportunities. But if you as an artist have no protection at all um mm -hmm. and you just have to just accept it it is what it is then it's it's a it's a it's a what's the word it's a severe action a severe course of action to take but it's the only course of action or no action and no action is just rolling over and letting it be done and yeah. i i think i whilst it's severe and I, I don't like the fact that people are missing out on what's arguably great content um but that content yeah. wouldn't exist without modders um and those modders not being protected um i feel like I mean, what was it? Nexus mods. It, the issue for me stems at Nexus stems with Nexus mods. Okay, if you want the content put on your, uh, you're providing a service for people to to get mods. Then you need to not only provide content for for the people to play the mods, but you need to look after the modders and their their time. Because yeah. I could not be a modder. Thousands of hours tinkering and tweaking code to make sure games are better for other people mm -hmm. uh, is something that I just wouldn't have the time or the patience or the skill to be able to do and these these models that have done this then shouldn't just be able to be exploited by websites like nexus mods that go yeah well we we recognize that we had a great relationship when you were doing stuff for us before but now someone else is doing stuff so we're going to just shit on you ha ha yeah. so so yeah i signed i signed with the modder this is a person that has gone out of their way to put tens of thousands of hours or however many thousands of hours um into something for the betterment of other people and yeah. is basically just saying put some respect on that name which i think it, it should be there absolutely um nexus mods could do that and say look if it has to be your own work uh, we know it's mm -hmm. there's you've got to take that with with the uh the, the slight hint of irony that you're working off of someone else's games but in yeah. the context of modding it should be your own work. You as an artist have put your time and effort into that and you should be protected for it. You can't just go, um, okay, well, I know, it. ignore the bit that scribbled out that said Bibby did this at the top and yeah, and in the red <laughs> pen over the top of it in a completely different font that says Graham wrote this. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, absolutely legit. So shit that people are missing out. Um, but I just feel the easiest solution would be for something like Nexus Mods to just look after the modders. Not only Gitfish, who 
who has the shit stick here because Gitfish has done something and everyone loved it until Gitfish threw her toys out of the pram. But did she throw her toys out of the pram? She just wants to make sure that her content is protected and then other people can enjoy it. And that's, that's a benefit that will then pass on to other people. The only thing is she has to break the eggs for everyone else to have the omelette yeah. and she looks shit for doing so. So... Yeah, I, I I I do see both sides of it, but I I would probably side with Gitfish on this, even though not everyone does, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, David says if they can't protect their code alterations, what happens to PUBG and DayZ because they started as mods to army games? But if they do, who owns the rights uh, to the standalone game version? And that's the thing when we're, we are probably in a in an embryonic environment when it comes to video game modding. Video game modding is bad. Um, but it's not bad. Video game modding is bad because it's potential copyright, IP, all sorts of trademark violations and, and so on. And a lot of companies will not acknowledge modding at all because there's so many difficulties when it comes to licensing and all of that sort of stuff. And when you start to let something slide, does that show that that you're allowing things to slide? And uh, mm-hmm. like there was there was what was it? Was it was it Football Manager or something? I can't remember. And a couple of football teams kicked off that Football Manager had like United or something in it at the yeah. start of the year, but they were all on board for it and, and their executives were getting copies of it. And it was just, there's all sorts of like shit in there. And this is where we're in the embry- embryonic stuff because modding also is is a pathway of creativity that will open up avenues that the future didn't even know could exist and that's that's where we've got the difficulty is modding is is wonderful and a huge hugely important creative source but illegal <laughs> so it's like oh yeah. fuck okay uh so 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 i've got i've got a cake that's wonderful but there's a chance it might taste of turd oh fuck's sake it's, yeah. it's like one of those ones it's like it's bittersweet um so it's difficult. It's difficult. PUBG's, uh, Daisy's, and and many more wouldn't exist without modding. But then again, it's copyright violation. Nintendo keeps getting brands driving around Tokyo in golf in golf carts and little buggies for Mario Kart. There you go, Mario Kart tours. We we reported on that one last year, and they had to like squash that down because it was copyright infringement. And they're the same thing, but but different thing uh i mean i mean arguably the the mario karts give a great fun experience to fans of mario kart in tokyo arguably the mass effect mod gives a great fun experience to fans of mass effect which ones are bad and which ones are good why shouldn't they be able to both do them and that's where we get into the the shitty gray areas so it's no one no one no one answer fits everything um but you can see both sides and that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of The Scoop. We appreciate you being here. To give you a reminder of the stories that we went over in today's show, we had uh, kick things off with Twitch launching new categories for pools, hot tubs, and beaches content. So if you want to see your hot tub streamers, well, you'll have to look in a different place. They're not going to be in Just Chatting or wherever. They will be in their own categories from now, or at least they should be. Uh, Netflix wants to get into their own categories with video games because Netflix is looking to step into video games. Uh, existing video games that want to step into other areas involve Metro Exodus, which wants to get haptic feedback into the game before it comes out on console, which would be incredible. Yeah, play this game on Peter ps5 but get all the benefits on pc first yeah uh, and finally modders for mass effect have started pulling their content or at least one has anyway start pulling their content before others can get their hands on it bastardize it and make it as their own which which 
is either wonderful or ironic, depending on how you see it. But that's the news for the day. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We will be back with another episode of The Scoop tomorrow, Tuesday, 10 a.m., twitch.tv forward slash screen up you get them right. Uh, before that, though, we are going to drop off. We will be back on with some video games. So we're playing some Knockout City a bit. Uh, yes, again, uh, I think I've got it downloaded now after deleting it by accident this morning. So, yeah, we should be fine. <laughs> Nice. If you want to see some Knockout City, which is a ridiculously good game, then feel free to stick around with the channel. We'll be back in about 20 minutes, half an hour-ish. Uh, getting our balls out for your viewing pleasure. Wait, do you know what, babe? I, I, I will get my ball. I will make sure yep. everyone can have a look at my ball, and then I'll give it you to have a fondle first. Yeah, there you go. And then if you want, fondle it. toss it back to me, and then we'll lob it to someone else. We'll, we'll see how we get on <laughs> with it. And if you want to see more shitty double entendre like that, then feel free to stick around for the next couple of hours or so. Before that, though, Mr. Bib, is there anything mm -hmm. you'd like to add? Yes, again, thank you very much for joining us for the first episode of The Scoop this week. We very much appreciate you stopping by and getting involved with the chat. But if you want to help shape our show, there is two ways you can do that. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream Wars across all major social media platforms. If you are watching this on demand, all the links that you need are in the description below or to the side if you listen to some of our podcast services. But if you want to help put some links into the, our Discord, you can do that for us. You can also your thoughts and impressions we will then give ah thoughts and impressions on the very next show which is about what time tomorrow mr graham day uh, that's gonna be at 10 a.m ish is it ish mate uh, we'll be live at 10 a.m ish 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 i nearly ate my microphone then ish 10 a.m ish uh tomorrow morning for the next episode of the scoop we will disappear though now we're not going to read anyone else because we're going to be back on the channel in a bit and we want to see you all back here for some knockout say seriously ridiculously good game if you've got ea play or xbox game pass get it downloaded genuinely no commission not in, uh, in league with ea at all it's just a stupidly good game get involved nice 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 and we'll see you in a bit have yourselves a fantastic day and until next time steve frosty steve frosty